There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. A focus back today on that African nation of Nigeria, where there is a constant A lot of disruption that happens to people's lives, particularly when you think of Islamists in the north and Christians in the south. And along that line where the two meet, uh, there's all sorts of turmoil and violence. Roz from Open Doors is back with us. Hello, Roz. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. It's great to be with you today. Roz, you guys at Open Doors are monitoring intelligence that's coming in from all over the world, uh, keeping an eye on uh, what's happening with persecuted believers Nigeria is one of those nations that's got some close attention right now because there's been some dreadful and tragic acts of violence that have happened just in recent weeks. Yes, Neil. Um, Nigeria is one of the countries that we have people working on the ground, field workers in that country, uh, seeing what's happening and helping the people, the Christians in Nigeria to manage with all that uh, violence that happens in their country because of that that close conflict between Christians and uh, Muslim extremists in their country. And so many nations in Africa and in the Middle East where there's been an uprising of Islamists, mm. uh, it's not likely to go away anytime soon. What's happening on the ground in Nigeria that you've been hearing? Well, um, from our World Watch list, uh, one of the trends in, uh, or one of the things we measure in the world watch list is the type of persecution so in in nigeria um, it tends to have the type of uh, persecution where people are getting smashed so there's so much more violence and uh, you know um, men uh, husbands are uh, are quite a target because if you take out the men then the women are left to try and fend with the children Uh, another target is is pastors and we've just recently had the the news story of a a pastor being uh, taken out in um, in a re- very recent report, and more Christians are taken out as well. But uh, our Christian leaders there, our pastors, have a higher price on their head from the Boko Haram. I know we have spoken about this before. It's as mm. though uh, in Nigeria, uh, Christians become like a soft target because the Christians are not there uh, rallying with their own militant response uh, to defend themselves or to uh, to attack those Islamists. Mm. And uh, and that, of course, comes right back to our biblical understanding of, of how Jesus would respond, uh, turning the other cheek. Uh, but it does create all sorts yeah. of issues, doesn't it? The way we think about being trampled on, which is not a very pleasant thought. Yeah, the, 
the the concept of turning the other cheek when they're in such a violent situation is very hard. And recently I've read a story about somebody who came from a very violent area in Nigeria, came to one of our training courses, and, and they were at a point in their life they had been receiving so much persecution they were literally at the point where they actually wanted to start to kill Muslims themselves. They were, they, they'd reached the end of what they could take. But through our training, through the biblical principles we would be able to share with them, their whole perspective changed. And at the end of that training, they wanted to go back into their area and befriend those Muslims that had been persecuting them with the idea to evangelize. And so although... It's an area in the world where there's there's great violence and great persecution. There's also great evangelism opportunities. It's a little bit historical, isn't it, insofar as how the gospel continues to spread. Uh, it's not because Christians retaliate with violence uh, or even trying to defend themselves with certain levels of violence, but, but in this soft target nature, there is a sense in which we turn around and we say, well, we've got to try and befriend our enemy. I mean... Jesus himself said, uh, you know, it's just yeah. one thing to uh, love those that love you, but yeah. uh, pray for those and bless those that persecute you. That's the challenge, yeah. but that's the way that Christianity has moved forward through the centuries. Yes, and, and what struck me with the story was the fact that the circumstance had not changed. When they went back, the, the persecution hadn't stopped, but God had done a work in them to enable them to strengthen them and and God was able to bring peace into that situation not as we know peace where persecution stops but he brought peace through the change he makes in us and going back to that situation with a new godly perspective one of the big things open doors does is draw attention to this persecution and invites the whole world, because it's not just in Australia that Open Doors is, but uh, but you're inviting the whole world uh, to pray for and mm. to, in meaningful ways, uh, have some level of contact or support or encouragement for those believers who are going, going through really tough times. Yes, we really believe in strengthening the Christians to enable them to stand there in those darkest places. And the support that you've got coming from Australians, uh, and perhaps even through listening to some conversations that we might have on this broadcast, what sort of effect does that have when you've got people hearing that people in Australia are praying? Well, I've heard of uh, one one gentleman who saw us ministering to him in, in Nigeria, and he was just so touched uh, to learn that people in Australia, because for a Nigerian, Australia seems so far away, and he he was just absolutely blown away to learn that Christians in Australia a, knew about the situation that Christians in Nigeria were encountering, but that they were doing something about it and praying and standing with them. Now, your latest World Watch list uh, for Open Doors uh, has Nigeria on there. Number 14. Uh, Number 14. Did it move in any direction from last year that you're aware? It's pretty stable. I think it was number 13 last year. And and just because it's gone down one point doesn't mean it actually improved. It's, in fact, the whole... The majority of of persecution rose through 2013. So... uh, the position doesn't really indicate whether it, it, it improved or not. It's just that persecution overall 
was worse last in the last year. Yeah. And Ros, for people who want to know more to be informed so that they can pray, uh, know more to be informed so that they can have some meaningful contact and perhaps even pass on words of encouragement that, that might come through uh, the Australian Office of Open Doors, uh, I'll point people to the website at opendoors.org. Dot au. That's opendoors.org.au. Roz, it is always a pleasure. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. It's great to be here. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.